0: HVAC 360 is brought to you today by Stranger Things Season 3, now streaming on Netflix. You know, if you grew up in the 80s and haven't watched the Netflix series Stranger Things, you're really missing out. The Duffer brothers have done it again with this third season of the show, set in the sleepy town of Hawkins, Indiana. Uh, Personally, I love the show. They're not really a sponsor, uh, but uh, I just wanted to give them them props, give them a shout-out. And, you know, I love it. And everybody I mention or who I know actually who watches the show loves it too. So treat yourself this summer and start watching it today. <laughs> Matt Nelson here, your host for HVAC 360, helping you be the best and the brightest in the field of HVAC. Each week, I'm either sharing information and lessons learned from the field or talking with industry experts, but I'm not doing that this week. This week, we're going to have some summer fun with the Netflix series, Stranger Things. So why am I doing this episode? Well, oftentimes I'm watching a medical show or a show that involves a hospital with my wife and who is a healthcare professional and she comments on things that are wrong with the scenes things that medically just wouldn't happen they're not it's not the right process it's not the right um uh, way they would handle it and she can't really help it you know i mean when you're a medical professional um that just happens now it seems that i can't either when it comes to building construction and hvac so that happened this time with stranger things. i mean, but you know, to be honest, it, we all know that crimes aren't solved in 30 minutes. and the same can be so, uh, said for the medical shows. we really have to give hollywood a break to be able to tell a story quickly when the situation requires it. You know, funny enough, when I was watching the the uh, the Stranger Things, I can see that stra- the Stranger Things series have these exact same shortcuts that are very stereotypical across Hollywood. Um, but, you know, they almost make them so over the top that they're almost trying to make them a parody. I don't really want to take them very seriously at all. I, you know, let it go, whatever, but it's just as, as a HVAC professional, I, I just have to point it out. So I just wanted to have this episode just to kick these things around, get them out in the open, get them off my chest. And talk about it a little bit. So there's these five things. So having said that, I must say that this episode may contain spoilers. So be fair warned. Um, it shouldn't really impact your enjoyment of the episodes. Uh, not really, uh, you know, really in, in any much way. I mean, I don't really don't give anything away. Besides most of the items, you've seen them time and time again in movie after movie. All right. All right. Item number one, the thermometer. Um, You know, in this uh, series, there is a sauna scene. Now, the sauna, it's involved, and they're trying to, you know, trying to apply heat to somebody. And you know, they're like, "Okay, is it going to be enough heat?" And one of the characters goes up to the 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 thermometer on the wall and says, "Yep, it goes up to 220." And I just, I'm like, "Wait a minute, what?" I'm like, "Why would you have a thermometer for a sauna that goes up to 220 degrees?" I mean, understand that a fever is 105 degrees. So if at 220, you're going to be melting people. I mean, honestly, you're not going to get you know that close, but you'll see it time and time again um, in certain situations, even in HVAC, that if a thermometer is supposed to be on a chilled water system, it'll have a certain range. And if it's supposed to be on a heating water system, it'll have a certain range as well. So if somebody was dealing in comfort you wouldn't think that they would use less than half the dial. If it went to 220, you know, I understand. That it's going to be around 105, maybe 110. Um, and it's only going to be some sort of transient that you're going to be in the sauna. Come out of the sauna, cool off. So it's not going to affect you that much. But to just go up to it and say, yep, this goes up to 220. And then everybody thinking, I'm like, okay, it must go up to 220. You know, and it's like, no, that's not right. So that bugged me. Item number two, there are construction plans in, this, in these episodes. Now, that being said, the character went to go get a set of the mall plans from the county, uh, county clerk, county something or other. And, you know, she came back with these drawings. Now, she had two drawings, you know, one architectural and one mechanical. So they could kind of plan their route uh, to the space they were trying to get to, and I'm just like, "What?" I'm like, I have never seen a set of drawings with two plans. I mean, my house that was built, you know, in the in the '70s, uh, really, it had probably, you know, at least five sets of drawings, um, or not five sets of drawings, but five drawings in the set. Um, and they were absolutely awful. They gave a couple of dimensions. But I mean, for me, knowing what really commercial drawings look like, there'd be no way um, that they'd have this. And in fact, if you think about it, a mall is a huge, a huge building. And that's what the plans were for. The mall was a huge building. And you would not have one single plan for the entire building, one architectural plan for the entire building. It just doesn't work like that. And even if she just bought those two sheets, it still wouldn't have the detail that she'd need to be able to really make that kind of decision. Another thing about the, uh, uh, the show, clearly, um, it clearly showed, you know, this, this whole plan, this one mechanical plan, clearly showed the path from you know, one location to another. That, that's just not going to happen. And it was, you know, obviously they'd have to think, oh, it's the same size from one location to another. And there was nothing in the way. It was, a, it was just a, a long straight shot uh, to get to the location. All right. Okay, Hollywood, I'll give it to you. Um, in, the, in the real world, you actually can go to, say, the county. I mean, part of it's true. You could go to the government um, plans examiner and take a look at the plans. Now, I've been involved in a couple of projects recently where, uh, because of security and safety, um, they're not going to just let uh, you take copies of the plan and distribute them. Um, they're going to be able to... You can look at them. So they're since they're you know public knowledge, you can actually look at it and you can sign up. But they'll know who looked at them, and they're not going to let you take copies of that. Um, on the other hand... There are things uh, that are not necessarily available to the general public, or, or they could be, but they're typically offered to the contractors and the builder's exchanges. Now, builder's exchanges are all around the country. Every major metropolitan city has one, uh, at least, I think. Um, and... With a membership, you're able to look at, they'll actually compile all the public bid jobs that are going on in your neighborhood. So, in fact, you'll be able to see an entire set of drawings. you see, be able to see all the plans. You'll be able to see all the specifications for a particular job. Um, but they won't have any of the private bid jobs. It's, it'll just be public jobs or jobs that are being bid publicly. So, having said that, I don't know if the you know, the mall necessarily would have plans located at the county. Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't, but I'm going to let it slide again. It's Hollywood. Number three, the duck work. Oh, you know this was going to be on the list. You just knew it. Shiny and new, well lit. It didn't really even oil can when they moved around. There were no fasteners poking through the sheet metal on the inside to rip and and make them bleed, um, and they were you know it was just big enough for them, and this was one of the things that I could tell right from the right from the get go. I you, you immediately you set it off. You're like you know the, all the characters look at each other and how we're going to go and how we're, how are we going to get there, and then they all turn and they look at the wall, and there's a grill, and you're like oh no oh no not this again oh <laughs> no they don't, and sure enough they did. So they they did that to uh, you know to get to the special room. All right. So number four, the elevator. There is there is an elevator in this particular uh, uh, series. It is a virtual mine shaft. Now. When you look at an elevator, any any sort of when they show the top of the elevator, if they have cables attached to them, it's going to be a traction type elevator. There's some of the ones that are hydraulic that are are, are just a couple floors. Um, they actually have hydraulics that are it's going to push it up from the bottom up and down. But the traction elevator has you know the coils of wires up top and lowers it and raises it with you know counterweight systems and things like that. That is generally speaking. And I'm not an elevator expert, but that's what they refer to as a traction elevator. However, I do know that since you have to have spools of wire uh, and big machines to cool it and you know hold it and big motors and everything like that, that they would n- there would be no way that they could hide or conceal this type of you know elevator mine shaft elevator um, for this particular mall. So I'm not going to tell you why it was there, but I'm just saying it would have stuck out like a sore sore thumb or at least had this, you know, weird sort of outgrowth uh, right above where that elevator was. Don't buy it. But again, Hollywood, have your fun. All right. The last one, number five, number five is going to be the fan. Now, I see this time and time again. Invariably are, you know, invariably the heroes run into a fan. Now, it's not just any fan. It's always, always, always a prop fan. Now, if you have a fan and you have ductwork, it is never going to be a prop fan. I'm sorry. It's just not. Prop fans are used for moving large amounts of air with low static. If you have ductwork, that is going to be a high static situation. You're going to have a different type of fan that you're going to have to move air. However... Those type of fans, you're not getting around. Whether it's a, a vein axial, whether it's a you know, centrifugal fan, you're not gonna get through that piece of ductwork. You can't get you have to get out and back in to get around it. You can't go through it. It's just not physically possible. But a prop fan, you can. Having gone having having done that, obviously there is some way that they need to stop it. Now, mind you, they are sitting there looking at the prop fan. You can see the prop fan, it's moving, but there is no airflow. I mean, the one thing the prop fan does is move air. So it should, there should be like, they should be blowing in the wind. Their hair should be blowing in the wind, but it's not. So it's just sitting there circulating and, you know, doing what? I don't know, but it's not moving air. So they have to disconnect it. Well, conveniently, there's a junction box uh, inside the ductwork. Now, again, this would never happen. There would never be a disconnect let alone, now it wasn't a disconnect, but it would never be a junction box inside of the ductwork. There would never be any access from inside the ductwork. You would, Again, you'd have to go outside, turn it off, disconnect it, and go through. Now, again, most of these, if it was a prop fan, it would invariably have some sort of screen on the inlet side. That's as, not only to protect the the motor but to protect the fan from anything that invariably would be sucked in to that situation uh, again you keep you know fingers and hands and things like that away from it so you don't get chopped off but uh, in this case there was nothing there it was just a straight shot you could see a couple a, a couple supports um, through it and there was only three uh, three vanes. so there were only three blades rather three blades to this so you could easily slip by it now again If they were moving air, you'd probably have more than three blades on this prop fan. But, again, Hollywood, you have us. You want to entertain us. You're successful. We'll just move past this and enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hope this was fun. Uh, If you know somebody who's looking for a laugh, consider passing it along. Uh, There's a little bit of education in here, but not much. Just me kind of ranting and raving. So, again, if you're not a subscriber, continue uh, or consider joining the community of people just like you over at HVAC360.com for some more weekly goodness. I would be greatly appreciated if you leave me a rating review on Apple Podcasts. I'm also simulcasting on YouTube. If you normally listen to this on your podcast app, um, consider just jumping on over to YouTube, looking up HVAC 360, and subscribing. Even if you don't ever view it uh, over there, I'd really appreciate it. The more people I get to sign up, the more fun things that I get to do uh, and pass along to you. Um, Also, hey, I haven't done this in a while, but I wanted to get this out here. I wanted to give shout-outs to those people who did leave me reviews. Uh, I have three of them. So we have John... C or John S. C. Lee. Um, we have Layton Mechanic and we have Harrington M318. All right, I wanted to, wanted to really thank uh, those three individuals. I really appreciate it. I know it's not necessarily easy sometimes to uh, you know stop what you're doing and leave a rating or review, but it is greatly appreciated. It helps everybody get uh, this information, spread the word, and help educate everybody in HVAC. All right, well, that's a wrap for this episode of HVAC 360. I'm Matt Nelson, helping you be the best and the brightest in the field of HVAC. And as always, know what you build and share what you know.